This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. I'll tell you what is so fun uh, running into so many of our great listeners yesterday in Warden, Montana. Did our show live from On the Rocks. It was kind of funny because afterwards, you know, you know, BSing with a few folks uh, that hung out even after the show wrapped up. They're like, man, I. Uh, Where's the rest of your crew? I thought you'd have, like, you know, somebody here setting up equipment, sit, doing this, doing that. I thought there'd be a vehicle here doing this, doing that. Like, no, 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 just me. <laughs> just me. It's, and Travis is running the board back in the studios. And, uh, yeah, I'm out here trying to run this this board in front of me, the remote board, and uh, then trying to coordinate who's going to talk when and when people are going to jump up to the microphones. And then you want to try to say hi to everybody. And, and then you want to try to stay on top of the news. So you have at least a little bit of an idea what you're talking about. But nope, nope, just me. I know, I know I should probably demand a little more support out there. But here's the deal. Look, I I, I want to get out. I want to see folks across Montana. I want to I want to take the show to you. I know there's some people that will never call into a talk show. But, boy, they'll tell you some great information when you show up in person. And uh, and it's just great to meet some of your listeners and uh, great to 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 give a microphone to small town Montana and to the big towns as well. You know, we, we do the show out, you know, we, we'll set up the microphones at the Grand Tree in Bozeman. We'll set up the microphones at whether it's Sykes Diner or uh, another business in the Flathead. And so it's always fun to get a chance to, to you know, to physically put, put a microphone in front of folks and let them be heard across the state. And then for those who don't want to talk on the microphone, it's just good seeing you and saying hi. And so, look, here's the deal. If I want to get out, if I if if I need to have a whole team with me every time I go, uh, then then that's going to add to costs and add to expenses. Then you don't get to get out and, and hand the microphone to folks as much. So uh, so that that's why that's why we do it. That's why we do this little one man band thing out there. Uh, and so so every now and then it's like, oh dang it, I just hit the wrong button, or oh man, I tried to you know reboot the system, and then you know there's always one little thing. So uh, so that'll happen. But uh, but hey, that's part of the fun of of live uh, live radio, live talk radio in particular. Uh, it's so uh, it's great to get out there. If you missed any of our coverage yesterday, uh, we I was amazed how many people showed up in Warden, Montana, and how many great folks we were able to get on on the radio. Uh, the full coverage is on our Montana Talks website. Just hit the on demand button, and you can go back and download all four hours. Uh, so if if you joined us from six to eight, but but then you were tied up from eight to ten, hey, it's all there. Uh, man, uh, let's see. What do we talk about today? There was one soundbite that I didn't play for you yesterday. We didn't get a chance to get to it, uh, but we had it racked and stacked. We had it in the queue. Dr. Ben Carson. Dr. Ben Carson, you know Dr. Ben Carson, incredible surgeon, incredible brain surgeon, if I remember right. Uh, he was a member of President Trump's cabinet, uh, and he's also just just a solid Christian man. Uh, would you classify him as an evangelical? I, I think uh, either way, who cares how you'd classify him? He's just an incredible man of faith. He was reacting to the big news of this historic victory by Donald J. Trump in the Iowa caucuses. And he was talking about why evangelicals in particular supported Trump. And in light of the latest remarks from the Hamas NBC crew, uh, I, I thought, you know what, we should play Dr. Ben Carson's remarks. So stand by. Here is your Montana news. I'm sorry to say the worst has occurred in the case of the missing Megan Stegman and a strange boyfriend admitted to her murder. Chris Foyles is currently held without bond in Bonneville County Jail in Idaho. 
Car 8 reports that when Stedman's old RV was found in Idaho Falls on January 12th, their police established surveillance on it while waiting for Montana detectives to arrive. Foyles exited the vehicle. When police approached, he immediately confessed to killing Stedman and that her body was inside. A positive identification had been made with the fish skeleton tattoo on the wrist. According to his affidavit, Foyles and Stedman came to Idaho Falls days before Christmas. A couple weeks ago, the pair argued and Foyles worried she would contact police. Turns out there is a no contact order between them. So he used a kitchen knife and stabbed her in the neck and chest, then left her for dead in the back of the RV. When he heard Megan hit the back window for help, he went back and stabbed her multiple times in the back. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll start with cloudy skies today and some light snow shower activity in the area at times as well. As temperatures will stay back at around 21 for highs across the Billings area at about 32 in Bozeman. Snow accumulation staying an inch or less. For tonight, periods of light snow an inch or two with lows of around two above. Highs of 10 to 14 on Thursday. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. If you... Your calls live, 406-294-097. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, now I got to go to the Babylon Bee. I need to I need to use their headline for you here. All right, so, so for those of you, did you see the Hamas NBC clip, the latest from Joy Reid, the racist on MSNBC? Uh, so Joy Reid... Uh, so she's she's black. If if you don't know, uh, she's the the racist on MSNBC. Uh, but her hair is uh, it's kind of the short cropped. Uh, it's like blonde hair. So I don't know if she's got a wig on or if she colored her hair. I don't I don't care. You know, you do you. That's all right. You know, nobody's judging you here, Joy Reid. Even though you're judging all of Iowa and anybody who's 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 a white Christian. You racist, you bigot. Uh, but the Babylon Bee has this headline. For those who don't know, the Babylon Bee is a satirical uh, website, uh, meaning it's funny, but but by golly, uh, so many times it's true or it ends up happening. They put a headline in as a joke and then it ends up actually happening. Uh, by the way, quick shout out. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, is going to be uh, in Billings, Montana next month. I think it's about one month away. Uh, I'm assuming they still have some tickets, maybe even some tables available. It's for the big fundraiser for the Billings Christian Schools. So, uh, and I'll be the MC for the event. So I'm really excited because uh, then I get an excuse to to meet uh, Seth Dillon from Babylon B. But here's their headline: Joy Reid announces she has scalped a Karen. And stolen her hair. And you got to see the photograph of her hair to, to really get the joke here. But, yeah, uh, Joy, let me start with the with the hateful, bigoted remarks from the not-so-joyful uh, Joy Reid, the racist on, on MSNBC. So you guys know uh, Donald Trump had this huge historic victory in Iowa, in the Iowa caucuses, biggest ever for a non-incumbent, but but I would I would add a caveat to that. I think Donald Trump has uh, uh, an incumbent-like status. It's, it's similar to when when uh, you know when Ryan Zinke ran for Congress in the Western District. He had already represented Montana in Congress before Donald Trump asked him to be part of his team uh, in in the cabinet, 
And so when he ran for for this newly created Western seat, he, he was an incumbent like running for that seat uh, at the time. But anyway, Joy Reid, you know, evangelical uh, Christians in Iowa uh, came out big for Donald Trump. And so Joy Reid decided to to uh, to launch this racist attack on white Christians. But, you know, I feel like the, the important sort of data point, and, and, you know, Steve talks about it a lot. He's, he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight, is that these, these are white Christians. That this is a state that is overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these caucuses, especially tonight. Um, I today, earlier today, reached out to Robert Jones, Robbie Jones, um, from the Public Religion Research Institute, knowing that we were going to talk about Iowa. And this is a hyper-evangelical white state. And he said the following to me. Iowa is about 61% white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately 41% white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following. Because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following, they see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country. And Trump has promised to give it back to them. All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out or none of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours and that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a is a fraudulent American, is a less a less real American, then you don't care about electability. Absolutely despicable. Absolutely disgusting. That is hate. That is bigotry. You know, the left talks all day. Oh, you're hateful. Oh, you're a bigot. They're the ones who are hateful. They're the ones who are bigots. And Hamas, NBC, and Joy Reid just showed us once again that they are the bigots. They are the ones that are filled with hate. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson, man. Boy, uh, I tell you what, the uh, the Make America Great Again movement and uh, conservatives all across America love Dr. Ben Carson. God, he's not a, a white guy. Why uh, why is he so beloved then? I mean, Joy Reid says they, they only think that white Christians are the people that, that uh, uh, you know. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Ben Carson had this to say about, uh, about evangelicals supporting their President Trump. Well, I think people had a chance to get to know Donald Trump. Uh, as you may remember, back in uh, 2016, the evangelicals were very skeptical of him. And uh, this time, they're uh, on the bandwagon because they've seen what he did. They saw the appointments that he made to the judicial system. They saw the fact that he actually attended the March for Life. And they see that he signed more executive orders for religious liberty than anyone. Uh, so basically, he's a known quantity. And our country is in a position right now where... where Almost anybody who's watching is concerned, and they know that they have somebody who can do something about it, as opposed to somebody who might be able to do something about it. And I think that's why people have flooded over to his side. Yeah, let's dive into that a little bit further, because Trump won almost every demographic last night uh, by double-digit margins. And like you said, that does include the evangelical vote. He won uh, 59% of evangelical voters. Second place was Ron DeSantis. 18%, despite the fact that he got the endorsement of Bob Vanderplatt, the state's most prominent evangelical leader. And he also ran, I guess you could say, to the right of Donald Trump on abortion with that six-week ban. And yet evangelical voters still flocked to Trump. They did, uh, because they saw what kind of person he is. They realized that it's not what he says, because sometimes he says things that are a little on the inflammatory side, but it's what he does. 
and uh, that makes all the difference in the world. I think the people also recognize that the, the prosecution and the persecution that he's undergoing is unfair and that they will be the victims if this is continued. All right, well said by Dr. Ben Carson. Yeah, sometimes he says some things, ah, you know. <laughs> but then again, that's what some people love as well. Securing America. U.S. forces launched a strike against Iranian-backed Houthi rebels based in Yemen Tuesday, taking out four ballistic missiles, which American forces felt were ready to be used against merchant ships in the Red Sea. Tuesday's action was the latest in a series of coalition strikes. During a briefing, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby was asked how successful they've been. We believe that we did have a good effect with those strikes in terms of disrupting and degrading their capability uh, uh, to conduct military uh, offensive operations. Kirby says that American forces remain prepared for any retaliatory attacks. We stand ready to defend our interests, our sailors, our ships, and that of merchant shipping um, as required. And he adds the next step is actually up to the Houthis. We're not looking for a war. We're not looking to expand this. Uh, uh, Houthis have uh, a choice to make, uh, and uh, they still have time to make the right choice, which is to stop these reckless attacks. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. Most of cloudy skies today and some light snow shower activity in the area at times as well. As temperatures will stay back at around 21 for highs across the Billings area at about 32 in Bozeman. Snow accumulation staying an inch or less. For tonight, periods of light snow an inch or two with lows of around two above. Highs of 10 to 14 on Thursday. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Good Wednesday morning. It's time for the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network. I'm Lane Nordblond. Up until last week, farmers and ranchers were talking about what an open winter we have had across Western Ag Network country. That, of course, changed in the blink of an eye with that Arctic weather that we have seen over the past few days. Of course, things are warming up now. And one thing that frustrates me as a livestock owner and also just trying to figure out what the weather is going to be doing today or tomorrow is just how unreliable the weather apps are on your smartphone. It's a conversation I had in Austin last week at Potato Expo with Andrew Pritchard, senior meteorologist at Nutrien Egg. And he says, yes, it's convenient to have the weather app on your phone, but is it reliable? We like convenience. It's nice to open up a weather app and it just spits out a weather forecast for you. But the truth is, there's no meteorologist that's quality controlling that data. You're looking at a weather model. And weather models are tools and they're, they're very useful tools, but they are most useful when you have a meteorologist who's looking at it and saying, hey, this model is crazy with that high temperature or, you know, predicting individual thunderstorms or that kind of thing. So... Again, it's convenient, it's nice, but you are opening up a computer model and looking at its verbatim output. And so that's why it's often wrong, 
it's often changing frequently because, hey, in six hours, 12 hours, that model is going to run again. It's going to have a totally different forecast. So it's nice. They're tools. I'm not going to, you know, slam them or anything, but you have to understand that it is just a direct computer forecast. No one's looked at it to say whether or not it makes sense. And that is why they are always changing and, and why they're sometimes wrong. And and for farmers and ranchers, we need to have the best forecast available. That's why I prefer listening to the forecasters and meteorologists that provide you weather updates here on your radio dial. Do they get it right all the time? No, but they're pretty outstanding in their field, <laughs> kind of like farmers and ranchers. We'll have more coming up next. Cattlemen, it's bull buying time. Attend the Marcy Livestock 63rd Annual Bull and Female Sale January 25th at Gordon Livestock Market, Gordon, Nebraska. 90 fixed out Angus bulls sell plus 40 registered females. Our program is about quality maternal Angus with muscle and deep ribbed, easy fleshing cows. Fixed out thick beef bulls that are developed to work with good feet and docility. Sires include Marcy Scale Crusher, Baldridge Flagstone, S. Wrangler, and other maternal bulls. Join us online at Northern Livestock Video or call 308 430 2005. Wheat Growers of the North, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. With regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9719 offering high yield potential balanced with protein content. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. Boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred Wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. We're turning back here on this Wednesday morning. Just a reminder that USDA is hosting a virtual livestock roadshow this evening for producers to learn about new and expanded livestock risk management products. The Livestock Roadshow, hosted by Risk Management Agency, will highlight livestock risk protection, livestock gross margin, dairy revenue protection, and pasture, rangeland, and forage insurance options. Attendees will have the opportunity to ask questions during this live virtual meeting, so don't miss out on this virtual Livestock Roadshow session happening this evening, January 17th, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. The details can be found at westernagnetwork.com. While you're there, you can read more about some of the top stories we shared earlier this week, which includes John Deere's partnership with SpaceX, Superior Livestock's bell ringer results, and coverage from the American Sheep Industry Association Convention. I'm Lane Northland, Western Ag Network. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, lots to talk about this morning here on this show. Uh, plus, it's great to be back in studio here today. As much as I like getting out and seeing folks in person and face-to-face, -face, uh, it's it's always great when we're in studio because that's when we can take your phone calls and uh, should have plenty of time today to, to take some of your calls. Uh, plenty of time right now. Well, I say plenty of time. Actually, you, you know how quick this 6 o'clock hour goes. So it's it's still pretty fast moving, right? Especially if a few folks call in. But the number for you, 406-294-0970. Or you can message us on our Montana Talks app. John Kerry. Uh, John Kerry. Uh, he, man, he really lashed out after he finally faced a good question. What's the carbon footprint of these events every single year that you come here? You think it's worth it? Peasants pay for your crimes? That's a stupid question. Is it, a, is it really? Is it, is, it, is it more stupid than you traveling here to tell us? 
Por ejemplo, sorry. We're done. We're done. We are done now. You can't grab me. You can't grab us. This is a free society, mate. This is, we have freedom of the press. Why do you think you're more important? Your carbon footprint doesn't matter, but everybody else around the world suggested that. Nobody ever suggested that. Don't make up stupid questions. Being here suggests that. Stupid question. You've been here every single year and doing this suggests that. And, and I have done a huge amount. Listen, now submission. it's finished. Please. Why can't I ask you questions? Please. Who are you? Why are you trying to bully me out of us? So please. That, that does it. Yeah, who is the lady? We are done here. We are done here. How, how, how? Does she work for the American White House? Uh, because sounds like John Kerry. I mean, he was biting back. He was lashing out, but he was responding to this reporter's questions. That was uh, Avi Yamini, by the way, with Rebel News. Uh, based out of Canada, they've been doing some incredible work here, calling out the COVID tyranny and more over the past three years. But, but yeah, John Kerry was actually uh, responding to the questions, and then this lady uh, jumps in, pushes him out of the way. We are done here, <laughs> Madam Speaker. We are done here. Anyway, the Media Research uh, Center (MRC TV) uh, shared that uh, tweet from Avi Yamini. I think I shared it as well. If you go to x.com/slash/Aaron Flint. Crazy raw footage, John Kerry's goons pounce after the U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate found it difficult to justify his carbon footprint in attending the World Economic Forum each year in Davos. Kerry's climate hypocrisy confronted at the World Economic Forum. Why do you think your carbon footprint doesn't matter? Uh, great questions there. Great job by Avi Yamini uh, with Rebel News once again. And I like how the... Uh, the Media Research Center described John Kerry, the patron saint of the climate religion, the patron saint of the climate religion, because that's what it is. It is a religion for these people. And they think you and they think you all not out of the kindness of your own heart, by the way, they think you should be forced to give your tithe to them while they live high on the hog. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. I know that New Hampshire will never let us down. It's another day of campaigning in New Hampshire today for former President Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley. She said what will happen next is up to the state's voters. Don't complain about what happens in a general election if you don't play in this primary. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took a detour before New Hampshire to South Carolina. Here we've got a, we've got a good footprint, uh, but I think you're going to see us be present more. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Iran launches more airstrikes a day after firing missiles into Iraq and Syria. The latest targets were in Pakistan, bases for a militant Sunni Muslim separatist group. Pakistan's government says the attack was a blatant violation of its airspace and that two children were killed. Fox's Jonathan Savage, Pakistan has pulled its ambassador out of Iran and banned Iran's ambassador from coming back into Pakistan. America's listening to Fox News. Oh, yeah, I saw the stories out of Chicago. I think one of our listeners had emailed me, hey, did you see did you see these electric vehicles in Chicago? Bad, the batteries are dying left and right. Now, some of you might think, oh, Aaron, hey, we got batteries dying, dying left and right here in Montana. Yeah, I know. I was freezing my fingers off help, helping our oldest uh, son yesterday. Uh, 
We tried to jumpstart his car. Well, first off, the thing was stuck in park. And even if you put the key in it, you couldn't put it into neutral. Why do they do that on cars? So I was trying to find the shift lock so I could bust it into neutral so we could back it down. Because, we, you know, it was parked up against the fence so we, so we couldn't jumpstart it. Oh, man. And it, it, I, don't, I know it was like above zero yesterday, but it still felt like 30 below yesterday. So we're fiddling with this thing. And, uh, and then finally, we, we, you know, I give it enough juice to at least turn the key, put the thing into neutral. So that was great, but it wouldn't jumpstart the thing. Tried to jumpstart, it wouldn't jumpstart. So we're like, all right, you got to go get a new battery. Man, I'll tell you what, if Costco is nearly out of batteries, they were out of the cheaper ones. So we had to buy the more expensive one, but it's probably better to just get the better battery anyway, just to be able to survive this cold. But you know, when you or I need a new battery, we can just run to, you know, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Napa, you know, Costco, wherever, and typically find a battery. Although it looks like batteries got crushed left and right, not just in Montana, but all across the region because of the severe cold. You know, Billings alone had 110 hours of sub-zero temperatures, 110 straight hours of sub-zero temperatures. So batteries just got <laughs> crushed left and right. Cars wouldn't start, like, you know, all, all sorts of crazy. But think about it, that's a tiny little battery that you can hold in your hands and you can go to, go to the store and pick up one for, you know, what, around $100, maybe more, okay, maybe less, depending on where you're going, depending on what kind of battery you're getting. If your battery goes dead in an EV, you aren't picking that thing up out of the engine block and going, hey, can I get another one real fast? This battery's dead. No, no, no. In Chicago, hey, hey, Chicago, my buddy uh, Juan Bo Bay from Afghanistan, he'd always say that. He was from Chicago. In Chicago, oh, man, if you had a, uh, if you had a Tesla, there were a lot of people that had electric vehicles. And in Chicago, your car would not go. Uh, yesterday. Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Nothing, no juice, it's still on zero percent. And this is like three hours this morning being out here. After being out here eight hours yesterday. It's just frozen, and so I'm now getting towed to the um, Tesla Service Center because that's not really often at this point. No response from Tesla. We have been suffering since yesterday uh, afternoon. And this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Yeah, I think that guy speaks for all of us. We have been suffering uh, since yesterday afternoon. Uh, hey, I got news for you, buddy. This is Joe Biden's America. We have been uh, suffering for uh, three years now. Uh, border wide open. $35 trillion in debt. Communist China never held accountable for what they did with the Rona. Neither was Fauci for what he did with the Rona. So I feel your pain, man. But, uh, you know, hey, it's, it's one day. Now, here's the deal. Aren't you glad you weren't stuck in Vita, Montana with an EV all froze up on you? Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. I'll tell you what, this was a nice surprise to get uh, here in the studio this morning, sitting here waiting uh, waiting for me from the mail. So I got a nice handwritten, handwritten thank you note here. Nice American flag thank you card. This came from uh, Carla, uh, the uh, Stillwater Republican Women President. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see, uh, Aaron, we just wanted to let you know how much we appreciate you letting uh, Gail and, and Perry promote our bumper sticker sales uh, and our gift card raffle. It has contributed to much success. 
Keep doing great things for Montana. We appreciate you and all you do. So here's what's so great about that. First off, Carla, thanks for that nice uh, that nice note. Yeah, I remember we got a phone call from from Perry in Columbus, and and yeah, Gail. It was like one phone call one day. I think it might have been in our statewide show. So, of course, you're getting a big reach. You're being heard, you know, in that 9 o'clock hour. Uh, big reach all morning long, but especially in that 9 o'clock hour when you get you in small-town Montana and the bigger towns as well. And so, yeah, just one simple phone call. Call into the show just like anybody can do. And they say, man, they really helped out with their bumper sticker sales. And I got to remember what some of the actual bumper stickers said. They were so, they were some great ones, though, about Biden and uh, Biden tester and their nonsense and more. A couple of messages just came in on our Montana Talks app. Evan and Belt, Evan and Belt says this about Joy Reid from Hamas NBC and her racist remarks about white evangelical Christians in Iowa. So Joy Reid has issues with white Christians or any Christian, for that matter, voting their morals, but has absolutely no problem with illegal aliens coming into our country, allowing them to vote and flooding our country with toxic vanity as long as it fits their narrative, which I believe is outright communism. That's from Evan in Belt. Tim in Billings, meanwhile, jumping in on the story about John Kerry, the climate czar, being confronted at the World Economic Forum. Uh, by Avi Yamini with Rebel News and basically calling out the climate hypocrite. Tim and Billing says this, uh, you know, because we, we asked the question, who is that lady? And, and Avi asked this in the video. Who is the woman that's trying to shut down this reporter from asking John Kerry questions? We are done here. We are done here. Anyway, uh, Tim and Billing says, the gal that was running interference probably works for BlackRock. You know, the people who tell the politicians and the corporations what to do. Yeah, she's got to be affiliated. I mean, you know, with an accent like that, she's. I'm, I'm assuming she was probably one of the handlers working for the uh, for the World Economic Forum uh, at the global. You know, one of the globalist handlers there. We are done here. Uh, shutting down reporters asking uh, John Kerry questions. Uh, by the way, on a related front, if you didn't see the news, remember the climate kids lawsuit. This absurd this uh, this absurd court case. Every other court in the country wouldn't even entertain this silly lawsuit, the climate change lawsuit, from the kids that are being used as props by their their wealthy white liberal parents. Well, uh, the Montana Supreme Court, let me see. I had, oh, yeah, I got the headline right here. Montana Supreme Court denies state's request for pause in landmark climate case. You notice how the, the liberal Lee newspapers had to add landmark climate case as if this these these guys are some sort of heroes with this nonsensical uh, climate case. It's a joke. Anyway, so the Montana Supreme Court denies the state's request for a pause in this. And so so I, I shared this video from Avi Yamini via via Twitter, uh, you know, where he's calling out John Kerry for his for being a climate hypocrite. And I said this, John Kerry is so symbolic of the clown show liberal mob on the Montana Supreme Court and the climate hypocrites trying to shut down a natural gas plant in the midst of severe cold weather. Yeah, the the climate kids that are being used as human shields in their in in rich white liberal mommy and daddy's war on American energy. They also filed a brief 
supporting the closure of the natural gas, the shutdown, the blocking of the natural gas power plant in Laurel, Montana. And, and, and they're all a bunch of climate hypocrites. And, and some of these liberal reporters, I saw one of the liberal reporters hopped on an airplane to Iowa from Missoula. Then I think I've seen this reporter also, you know, jump on the climate bandwagon. Well, why are you jumping on an airplane to Iowa? You can't cover it remotely. You can't watch the, the live video from 150,000 different live video sources and tweets and Facebook posts. No, you got you to gotta hop on an airplane and be a climate hypocrite, don't you? Into the phone lines we go. Nancy and Roundup, great to hear from you. Yeah, good morning, everyone. And, uh, well, I just kind of been checking out this new uh, Senate spending bill here. And uh, I'm telling you... Uh, Speaker Johnson's getting it on all ends. He's getting, uh, he has to face Republican critics of this short-term funding bill. Then he's got other senators that are pressing him to accept it. And uh, I called uh, his uh, office in Washington this morning and also Senator Dane's office, and I told them both to reject this bill for the simple reason there is no border wall in it. There is some amnesty uh, regulations and a few other things, but no border wall. Without a border wall, I don't care what they do, it's not going to work because everybody in the world has found knows how to find their way into our country. Now, what I want to say is that I have been following a, a congressman, and he is from the state of Ohio, and he's on the Homeland Security team. His name is David Joyce. And uh, I was listening to him this morning, and uh, he was saying he doesn't understand why they won't build the border wall because we have the funds. We have more than enough funding that, that has been set aside. We've got the materials, and uh, this is what the Americans want. But again, he's warning about um, the open borders and what's coming in. He says uh, another 9-11 is, is just waiting to happen. It's going to be twice as bad as what it was originally. And, Very well could um, be. He's, he's He's all shook up over this, and so am I. I don't understand why they don't build the damn border wall first. And because because Trump to... supported it, because Trump talked, because it's Trump's thing, and they don't want to do anything that Trump did, because no matter how much sense it makes, no matter how good, no matter how much it is needed, they don't want to do anything that Trump supported, because that's how petty they are. It's just like that, uh, the, the CNN anchor that was like, as, as Donald Trump was giving his victory speech after the Iowa caucuses, the, the this arrogant, uppity white liberal is talking on CNN. Oh, well, you can hear underneath me the president giving his anti-immigrant remarks. Um, he's not anti-immigrant. He's married to a freaking immigrant for Pete's sake. He was talking about illegal immigration, but but this this is how this is how absurd these people are. They don't even want to give Trump the chance to be heard because they know that the American people will agree. They know that's why they they are so. But but it's funny, isn't it? The more they try to silence him, they, the more they try to keep his message from getting out to the American people. The more his message seems to get out to the American people, doesn't it? Yes, and I just want to say that illegal aliens are complaining about how cold North America is. They don't want to be in the United States. It's too cold. <laughs> and uh, in Chicago, excuse me, in Chicago, they're actually living inside the buses that transported yeah. them there. Yeah. Chicago has run out of money and anywhere to put these people. They they have no sanitation, nothing to eat, no, nothing but the clothes on their back. In New York City, they're complaining constantly. And Mallorca says Mallorca says yeah. that climate change is what is causing the migration. Look. If climate
climate change is going to cause any migration. <laughs> it's going to be you, me, and everybody else moving south, not people moving yeah. north. Yeah. They're not moving north yeah. because of climates, you know. We're going to go to Central America and eat bananas and, and monkeys. Let's do it. I'm with you. Well, I'll 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 I'll, I'll find some beef. We'll find a cow nearby somewhere. Okay, but hey, we'll do that. But uh, all right, you plan the trip. Let's make it happen. We'll get it. It'll be like our friends the flakes when they go to Mexico. But uh, Nancy's going to be the tour guide, and we're going to get a whole Montana talks uh, tour bus down there, and we're all going to fly down uh, somewhere south. It, it's like the Chris Young song. I'm headed your way, Jose. <laughs> They're coming across the border by the thousands every day. Uh, and then meanwhile, we're working our butts off. We're our our bones hurt in our fingers when we try to work in this weather. So we're trying to head your way, Jose. Uh, so. Jose, if it's a little too cold for you in Chicago or New York, well, you know what? There's there's better climates elsewhere uh, and free health care in California. I got always got to throw that reminder in. All right, Nancy, good to hear from you. Speaking of the uh, the southern border, uh, wait till you hear this story I share with you next after the break. I talk about pain in my bones. Did you guys feel the pain in your bones uh, from the cold weather trying to change out the <laughs> car batteries in this cold? Uh, and I like the cold, but man, it hurt. Some of you are hurting in other ways. You've got pain in your hips, pain in your knees, pain in your joints, and you've just been dealing with it. And it's not just cold weather. It's all the time. Well, you can get lasting relief from that awful joint pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative, non-surgical pain relief. They take the healing agents that are already in your body and put it right into those achy joints. You're going to have to warm up those uh, cold bones on your own, but they'll help you with those achy joints without surgery, without painkillers, and without the downtime. You don't want to get hooked on those opioids, that's for sure. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 406-201-6263. That's QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. That Southern Border story coming up next. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. It was kind of interesting to watch. The, the mob, the media do their thing, and, and as usual, they they wanted to be against Donald Trump, and they, well, he may end up being below 50%. I'm like, he beat the numbers of both Governor Ron DeSantis, who came in second, and Nikki Haley around 19%, but he beat both of these candidates combined. But if you go back and look at history and the history of the Iowa caucuses, what you find is that this is the biggest margin by far ever of any Republican to win in Iowa. Uh, the biggest margin prior to this was Bob Dole with a little over 12%. I mean, that's how profound this was. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. You can give your home a new look this year with Blinds.com. Now, Blinds.com invented the better way to shop for custom shades and shutters and blinds and so much more. You'll even get free professional advice from their design professionals and experts. They also have free shipping. Anyway, start your year off the better way. Go to Blinds.com right now, 35% off site-wide. That's right, Blinds.com. Save 35% off site-wide for a limited time when you go to Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Does your current trophy wife want a life insurance policy three times the size of your previous mistakes? Relax and call Big Lou at Term Provider. Big Lou says if you're in your 50s, even a bit porky, a $1 million term life policy should only cost about two to 300 bucks per month. Call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Remember, Big Lou's like you. 
He likes trophies, too. For affordable life insurance, call 800-529-2856. This is the Montana Economic Minute. The calendar says that 2035 is just 11 years away. That's the year California says they'll require all new cars and trucks to be EVs. Every week it seems that somebody, a company, a country, or an international conference is announcing a bold new goal for carbon emissions for some future year ending in a zero or five. But you don't hear very much about how it's supposed to happen or how much it'll cost. That's why we chose the Green Energy Transition as the focus of our economic outlook programs this year to try to understand what it'll take to change over energy and transportation to zero emission technologies. One thing is clear, replacing fossil fuel energy production with zero emissions will involve building lots of stuff, which in turn requires energy, materials, labor, and expertise. Power production from sources like wind requires straining power lines. It's estimated that the size of the transmission grid will have to double in coming years, and demand for minerals will double as well. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. I'm Chad Pergram with the Speaker's Lobby. theme song from Smokey and the Bandit may have been the motif of House Republicans at the beginning of the year. They had a long way to go and a short time to get there when it came to passing a batch of spending bills to avert a mid-January government shutdown. But Republicans never put a single bill on the floor. House Speaker Mike Johnson then reneged on his promise that he would not do another stopgap spending bill. Johnson is punting to two new government funding deadlines. One is on March 1st for one batch of bills. The other is March 8th. Some House conservatives are now incensed at Johnson. The House must pass the interim bill with a combo of Democrats. With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Springs Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, they got busted lying again. The Biden administration got busted lying again about the southern border. Remember how they lied about our, our border patrol agents and, and uh, falsely ran with this fake news story that these border patrol agents were somehow whipping migrants on horseback. First off, they're not migrants. They're illegals. They're illegal aliens. But it was all fake news. They weren't whipping anybody. They didn't even have whips. They had reins. Yeah, when you ride horses, unless you're riding bareback, you got reins. And they were riding split rain. But but no, 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 don't expect uh, the fake news liberal media to know that one or to correct it in a major way after they run with the fake news. You can't even expect that of the people who are responsible for the Border Patrol, uh, who are in charge of the Border Patrol. Uh, so uh, Joe Concha, uh, he had some great remarks. He was on Fox and Friends first. So for those of you who wake up really, really, really early, uh, they come on, you know, before 4 a.m. Montana time. So just before 6 a.m. Uh, uh, East Coast time. But anyway, Joe Concha from The Messenger was with them this morning and uh, had some great remarks about how the Biden administration got called out by their own administration uh, folks 
for basically lying about a story involving the drowning of illegal aliens uh, on our southern border. Our border patrol agents, they are exhausted. They are underpaid. They are underappreciated already. And on top of that, they have a White House now that is attacking them again and again with, let's call them for what they are, lies. We, we all remember border patrol agents being accused of whipping Haitian migrants, remember that? And that was quickly debunked, but not before Joe Biden to Kamala Harris to Karine Jean-Pierre and more than a few people in the media accused them of something that never happened. And with this false narrative, the plan was to blame Texas for allowing migrants to die by drowning. That was not the case, as you just reported. Overall, more than 1,000 people have died trying to cross the border illegally since Joe Biden, who once urged illegals to surge the border, since he took office. And we haven't heard a peep from the White House about those people, now have we? Because no one in this White House wants to talk about the border because it is a top issue in this election coming up right now. And Democrats are obviously, most of them anyway, are on the wrong side of this. Yeah, and you just saw all of those headlines that talked about how uh, the Texas uh, agents blocked D DHS from helping the migrants. Do you think that th those stories will now be corrected? They'll be corrected, Carly, very quietly. It's called a stealth edit, right? You'll see the headlines suddenly magically go away or be changed, but you won't see anybody come up in front of a microphone or write a piece saying, we got this wrong, we will do better, we will check first and verify before we go ahead with this. But there was such an urge to blame Texas and Governor Abbott for allowing these migrants to die because they don't want to talk about the real problem, which is all the people that are dying as a result of fentanyl coming across this border into this country and hundreds of terrorists on the terror watch list coming into this country uh, as a result of this open border. All right. Uh, yeah, Joe Concha, man, he always does a great job. I, I wonder why they put him on it like... Uh you know, before 6 a.m. East Coast time. I mean, they get them on on the primetime shows as well. But, man, that guy's always solid. Uh, hey, on another note, I got a note from one of our listeners in Billings. Uh, this came in on our Montana Talks app just a few minutes ago. Any update on the text messages that went around uh, parents all over Montana about an email threat to schools? Any update on that? Yeah, so apparently um, I got, we, we got a note from, um, from our uh, kids' public school uh, district. Uh, families, at 9.15 p.m., we received reports of emails sent to employees regarding attacks to our schools by an individual representing a terror organization in the Middle East. This message has been sent across the state. We have determined that this message is a hoax. Normal school uh, Wednesday. Normal school Wednesday. So, uh, But uh, anyway, so somebody made a really good point. Big threat to the schools. They claim they're from a Middle Eastern uh, organization. You notice they never claim to be from Israel or, or Jewish, right? Because uh, nobody would believe uh, they'd attack our schools.